This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Hello, you're listening to From Rags to Riffs on Fresh FM, broadcasting across the top of the South on 104.8 Nelson, 95.0 Takaka and 88.9 if you are in lovely Blenheim. The show is proudly sponsored by the Kiwi Spirits Distillery in Collingwood, purveyors of absolutely amazing liqueurs and spirits. Definitely recommend going and having a tasting session if you can. They've just rolled out um, a new vodka, uh, which I hadn't tried before. I went into the tasting um, last week. And they have a new vodka there that is very, very smooth and well worth trying and buying a bottle of. I did. I have now got <laughs> three bottles of vodka in my um, in my liquor cabinet. They also have the very own Blue Agave Spirit, which is incredible and definitely worth trying as well. Just a little bit of housekeeping um, in regards to this. The Kiwi Spirits guys are putting on their second uh, summer festival. Um, which first one went off earlier this year and it was very very cool great fun with live music cocktails and a great array of quality food vendors Um, it is going to be returning uh, early next year january 8th 2022 tickets are now available um, for purchase through the kiwi spirits distillery website there are also bus tickets available uh, through the website as well um, to assist in getting home after what will surely be a truly spectacular day out. I'll uh, keep you guys posted um, as I get a bit more information as we get close to the time about live acts and uh, various details that might come up um, as we roll closer to the day. So stay tuned. Um, but definitely, I highly recommend uh, picking up a ticket and popping over for it because it was great fun and now on with the show so we're going to be kind of resuming the usual um pattern picking genre every week and having a look at um that's a that's a point for anyone who has never listened to the show before and has no idea what i'm on about uh on the show we go through the history of popular music um, by analyzing the key genres and movements and basically we break down the evolution of popular music from about the 1890s all the way through till now. Now, This includes multiple genres, pretty much any genre, um, rock, metal, um, electronic, jazz, blues, reggae, if if it was on the music charts, um, it'll probably turn up here at some point. Uh, But today we're going to be taking a little bit of a look at um, a touch of heavy metal, uh, primarily the uh, new wave of British heavy metal. Um, and I, I know that new wave kind of gives it a bit of a deceptive feel um, if you don't know what the, um, the genre entails. Um, this isn't recent. Um, this genre picked its name up back at the um, end of the 70s, um, early 80s. Um, and it was a wave of British metal bands that sort of um, pushed the genre in a new direction. Because um, until that point, metal bands were kind of... It was still a very, very growing genre uh, coming out of the tail end of the 60s. Black Sabbath, obviously being the key metal band at the time. Um, but other um, bands were donning the heavy metal moniker. Um, Deep Purple, for example, were once considered heavy metal, as were Led Zeppelin. Uh, however, the new wave of British heavy metal was heavier, faster more aggressive and it started to push it in the more traditional metal direction that we are all familiar with now. Um, These bands included uh, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Motorhead, uh, Saxon, Diamond Head, there's there's quite a few, there's many many more. Uh, In terms of characteristics around this genre it is it sounds like heavy metal, uh, proper heavy metal that we now associate with it. So these bands usurped um, the spots of Deep Purple and Led Zeppelin as heavy metal bands and reallocated those two back into classic rock. Um, but in terms of characteristics, it tends to be very guitar-driven, um, as usual with these sort of genres. Um, heavy distortion, which um, still for the time is not entirely common. Um, way heavier distortion than normal. Way faster um, playing speeds as well. Um, guitars tended to be 
awful um, play yeah, played very quickly um this is sort of the dawn of what would become the uh, 80s shreddy solo um act so this is where it got its start and again the speed of this is really carried all the way through metal um particularly in the 80s it really took off um one you had glam metal and glam rock which became the like pop most popular genre at the time at one point um they here were famous for their very very shreddy solos but in also in more underground uh, metal so you had thrash metal movement um, of which metallica were a big part of um thrash metal was known for pushing the speed of heavy metal way further than anyone had done previously um but it was influenced by the new wave of british heavy metal that inspired them to do this in the first place um you you can say that this genre is almost the catalyst of quite a few heavy metal genres um i touched on power metal a while back um with its operatic vocals and the new wave of british heavy metal really goes in for that as well vocals tended to be quite soaring um and uh i've lost the word um but this is very clear um the high pitch um screamy vocals as well they they were sort of pushing that way um but it wasn't fully that wasn't fully embraced until the late 1980s uh key outlier in this though would be motorhead um with lemmy's quite down dirty growly vocals um sort of going against that trend however motorhead go against a lot of trends to the point where people sort of lump them in um to one to the new wave of british heavy metal but also um throw them into uh hardcore um early hardcore punk as well um so they kind of they kind of float between these two between metal and punk um they can kind of go either way so um they're, they're a bit of an outlier in fact i'll do a little bit of compare and contrast shall i um uh, i'm going to pop on um the trooper from iron maiden and i'll contram compare um the vocals of Bruce Dickinson and I'll put it up against Overkill from Motorhead and I'll compare the vocals of uh, Lemmy.
Alrighty, so that was The Trooper from Iron Maiden. This is a classic example of um, a new wave of British heavy metal. That's such a mouthful um, to say. <laughs> a new wave of British metal song. Um, so I'm going to put on Overkill now from uh, Motorhead, um, who also get put into this um, genre, but with definite punk attributes as well. So you can sort of compare and contrast a little bit. Back 
and that was overkill from Motorhead. Again, very, very punk. Um, but they didn't quite fit into the hardcore punk genre at the time. So they've kind of been chucked around between these two. Uh, another key band in the formation of um, the new wave of British heavy metal was Judas Priest. Uh, the band made famous by this song right here. Breaking the Law from Judas Priest, one of their early hits and one of the songs that really put them on the map. However, their um, heavy metal outing, I think, can be summed up by this track here. This is from their album, Painkiller.
that was the track Painkiller from Judas Priest. A bit of a um, difference, isn't it? Way faster, way heavier, far more metal. Um, And that is one of the songs that really put them into the uh, heavy metal scene of Britain at the time. Now, Judas Priest, um, I think something else you can attribute them for is um, the metal style at the time. Um, Judas Priest had a quite distinct style, big leather jacket, sunglasses. Um, it's almost a style you could attri- you'd also attribute to the Ramones as well. Um, but Judas Priest really sort of set up that Mattel with the studs and leather um, look that would become a trademark of metal fans. Um, for a considerably long time. It's only really in the last couple of decades that that sort of dropped off again, um, being replaced by band t- black band t-shirts and tight-fitting pants. So I've got a few more tracks here um, that to get through. So I'm just going to pop them on and have a listen to some of the more uh, famous tracks from this genre. I'm going to kick off with Ace of Spades. Sorry guys, it seems to have been a bit of an bit of an audio issue with that. I'll um I'll see what I can do with that. Hopefully it doesn't affect any of the others. So sorry about that. And it's quite a great song, so I'm sorry that's gone a bit pear shaped. Um but yeah, hopefully I can make sure it doesn't affect any of the others. I'm actually just gonna take a quick second. Ah, oh, I sort of should have done this <laughs> before. Uh just once again to thank my sponsor, the Kiwi Spirits Distillery of Collingwood. Um Remember, they are having the festival um, Saturday 8th of January 2022. Tickets are available from their website, um, so definitely um, pop on, grab a couple, and go. It'll be a really good day out. Now we're going to get back into the music with Two Minutes to Midnight. <laughs>
going to wrap up with Fear of the Dark.
walking a dark road I am a man who walks alone Fear of the Dark from Iron Maiden. Now, just before we pop off, I am going to sort of deviate from the British side of the new wave of British heavy metal, and I'm just going to show off... Um, at least I'm just going to show off one band that sort of shows the impact of this genre um, across the heavy metal spectrum because it did make quite a big wave across the Atlantic um, between the British and the American side of heavy metal. Um, so this is a couple of tracks from the band um, Dio, which is of course fronted by Ronnie James Dio, who also fronted Black Sabbath for a time as well. So they have that connection with the British metal scene. Now, Dio's solo act, or his own band, um, does contain quite a lot of elements of the new wave of British heavy metal, and it blends in really well with it, I think. And I think it's a really good example of how the sound carried across the Atlantic into the um, United States metal scene, um, which was sort of kicking off with thrash metal and um, power metal, and it was, it was um, blooming and blossoming into its own sort of distinctive sounds. So this is Rainbow in the Dark.
Rainbow in the Dark from Dio. And we're going to wrap up, this will be the final song of the show, with Holy Diver. Diver from Dio. And that about wraps up the show for tonight. So thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope everyone has a good weekend. I'll see you again in two weeks with the next episode. Um, but you can catch this one as a replay um, next Saturday, um, 8 
p.m. till 9 if you've just caught the tail end of it. Um, you can also catch it as a full podcast on Fresh FM's website, freshfm.net. Uh, remember to um, pop on to the Kiwi Spirit website and pick up your tickets to the Summer Festival next year if you're interested. Um, so on the 8th of January um, next year. Uh, but yeah, if you're interested, definitely pop on and have a look. Have a look. Um, they do have plans. Um, they have bus tickets available as well, so you can plan um, how you're going to get home or to and from the festival without um, uh, driving. So if you're worried about drinks and not sure what to do, um, there may well be an alternative for you in that. So definitely pop on, have a look, um, grab some tickets, and I'll see you there. You've been listening to From Rags to Riffs on Fresh FM. See you next time. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.